0: This episode of the podcast is brought to you by nom.com. And if you love your pet, which I know you do, you're going to want to feed them the finest pet food of all time by going to nom.com. You can try out some of the finest food available to your beloved pet, your best friend. Everyone loves their dog. You can try out the beef mash, the chicken cuisine, the pork potluck, and turkey fare meals for your dog. And there's many, many more different recipes on there. If you love your dog, you're going to want to give them this food. It's absolutely amazing. It looks so damn good, I would eat it myself. And I'll tell you what, you can really not even tell by the love and affection that your dog gives you after they eat some anonymous delicious food. You're going to see it as well because their fur Looks so much sweeter, healthier, and just thicker and just fuller because I'll tell you what, the vitamins and the nutrition, all the good stuff is in this food that your dog needs to grow a healthy set of fur, live a long, healthy life, and be your best friend forever. You can also use our code VOMSHOW to save up to 50% off your first order and get free shipping for a limited time. Go to nom.com and tell them the nerd sent you. This podcast is also brought to you by our friends over at Binoid.com, makers of the finest THC product on the market. They've been longtime sponsors of the show and also been providing me the greatest THC product on the market. I absolutely love Binoid. We've been with them for quite a while now, and they've been good to us. And oh, my goodness, I love their product. I started off with the capsules. Then I moved on to the vape pens. Then I started rolling my own with with the flour. Then I got the pre-rolls because I got lazy. Doesn't matter. This stuff is absolutely amazing and will make you feel good in many different ways, mentally, physically, and it will just improve the quality of your life. You have to try this stuff out. It is changing the way people are living their lives. Binoid, B-I-N-O-I-D.com. And also our sister website, because it's so big, there's so much business, we had to open up another website, Bloom's Hemp, B-L-O-O-M-Z, hemp.com. You can get wax, dabs, pre-roll flower, capsules, you can get the cigarettes, you can get the pre-rolled blunts, you can get the the vape cartridges, you can get the uh, gummy bears, the gummy worms, the sour diesel patch, you can get the, uh, the, the wax, the dabs, all the hoodads and all that shit. I don't even understand. There's so many different ways now to get THC in your system, it's blowing my mind. You can even get soda cans, seltzer, with THC infused in it. This stuff will get you laced up, and I will also tell you a little secret here. We now have psychedelic mushrooms in three different flavors. Milk chocolate, dark chocolate, and white chocolate. This stuff will send you straight to heaven if you have a couple of bites. It is phenomenal product. Very safe and secure lab-tested THC. And, oh my goodness, I can't believe it. We have mushrooms. I will say it again. This stuff is phenomenal. You have to check it out right now and use our code NERD to save 10% and get free shipping on any order at Binoid.com and Bloom's
1: Hemp. On with the show.
0: It's another episode of the Often-Imitated, Never-Duplicated Voices of Misery podcast. And of course, I'm one half your dynamic duo of the nerds. I'm the nerd and you are. Nerd hat. How the hell are you?
1: I'm fine, man. Wonderful. I
0: just want you to look at me while I do something real quick. And we'll yeah. explain this story to everyone on the show here. Look, I'm going to put my hand in my sleeve.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I pulled You're something dumbass. out of my I sleeve. You. Let's you. Let's just go ahead and start off with what the hell You're just so happened.
1: you stupid. God, what? Understand my life? I really don't. Me neither. <laughs> Things tend to mysteriously vanish in this house, which is one of the problems we had this week. And I'm not going to go into that because that was a fucking nightmare. So then you were out there trying to fix the what is that a, a case for the camera on the iPhone? Yeah, the
0: kids got new iPhone like 15s, and there's like a plastic. It uh, was like a covering. plastic or glass that goes over the camera in the back.
1: Right. And uh, so they came in the mail today. And you were fixing Jenna's because Jenna's, of course, she dropped her new phone and it cracked. So you were changing the, the casing out. And out of nowhere, I hear, where did it go? <laughs> and, and I'm just sitting there on the couch like I'm not even going to. like I can't find it. Where It just disappeared. Where is it? It was just right here. For like five minutes, you couldn't find this stupid yeah. little piece of plastic. And I'm like... Even... I'm cracking up. Because you're like... It just vanished. Like, like you kept saying... It. I'm like, like... Where did
0: this thing go? Did it just go in the fucking like, fifth dimension? Because I, I... All I... Because... These things are attached. <laughs> just to explain it to people. that don't know what it is. It's it's like a piece of glass or hard plastic. Whatever. Like timber fuck. glass. again Timber glass. And it, it stuck on with an adhesive. And I, I had my fingernail under the adhesive. And I'm peeling it off. And then it just disappeared. It didn't go flying up in the air. I didn't hear it land anywhere. It just fucking disappeared. <laughs> I didn't even see it leave. It was like the second my finger was on it and lifted off, it just poof, gone. No idea where the fuck this thing was. I'm trying to rationalize it in my head as I just saw some unexplained phenomenon. Like This thing disappeared. It didn't land. It's not on the ceiling. It's on the walls. Where the fuck is this thing?
1: So I said, I'm like, well, is it on your clothes? Is it in your like on your robes? Because like, it's sticky on the back. I'm like, did it stick to something? You're like, no, I shook up my robe and it's not here. It's not on the floor. It's not... <laughs> You couldn't find it for like ever. We sit down and do the podcast two hours later and it's in the sleeve of your robe. I hit record.
0: I'm doing the intro and I'm thinking to myself, there's something wet in my sleeve. I'm like, well, I washed my hands before the show. Is is it water? Put my hand in there. I'm like, that's not water. And then I pull out the fucking thing. Somehow it went up like halfway up my sleeve, which makes no sense how it got up there. Because it's in the sleeve of the arm. I didn't even use to fucking change the damn thing out. How did it get in there? How did I just notice it now? How come it? I I shook the fucking robe out. <laughs> I don't, that's that's the sound of that thing dropping into the table.
1: I don't know, but that was that was super funny to me. Yeah. I was just sitting there, and like all I hear in in the kitchen is like, "Where did it go? Where the fuck are you? I have
0: no idea what I'm doing. I'm like, oh, I can't find f- it. Yeah, come on here and help me find this thing, because I need to know where it went." And there, it is, so.
1: And Jenna's there like, "Screw go. this! Give my phone." And she, she disappeared. She's like, yeah. "I don't care."
0: I fixed it. gave it to her. I'm like, "Where'd the fucking broken one go?" So, and now I found it.
1: Well, there you go. You happy? Uh, your, listen, your day complete now?
0: No, I want to find the other thing that we're missing now. <laughs> what the fuck is, this? is that in my robe too? <laughs>
1: what the fuck, man. Is, I don't know. We tend, to, we tend to lose high. things. I don't I don't get it. Do you think it's because I'm getting high all the time? Or you well, you're high and I'm cold? losing my memory. Like, I can't yeah. remember things either. I can't remember where I placed something.
0: I didn't have memory either before this Tore stuff. Tore this
1: fucking house apart this week. Went to the dump. Like, I don't. I just don't care anymore. I don't care. So, yeah. we do, something disappears. Oh, whatever. Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> I don't care anymore. We've lost so much shit. You have a mysterious, like, New York Giants hat that you fucking love. Disappeared. I loved
0: that <laughs> hat more than any hat I've ever had. My favorite fucking hat I've ever owned.
1: Can't find anything like it anymore.
0: Disappeared. (laughs) Just fuck. Dude, in the middle of winter, this winter hat disappeared. I always had it with me. It was always somewhere near me.
1: I think somehow one day when you were like at work or getting out of work, you had it on top of the car you drove off with it on the car that's what I think happened but I never. But why would I take it I off in the middle know. of winter I'm going to take where... off my
0: hat outside
1: <laughs> well where else could it have been
0: open the car door and then get in no it's like you take it off and you get in the We've car we never
1: found it it's been 10 years
0: the only thing that would make sense is if it was in a door handle I opened the car door and it just fell out because shit has fallen out before I get I oh know. yeah
1: that's true you put it in the
0: but people know we're very forgetful people what the hell have you been up to
1: <sighs> nothing I haven't done nothing
0: I haven't done shit no. watched anything Besides laughing no. at me.
1: No, there's nothing on. Really? It's all, it's all, it's all shit. There's plenty
0: of stuff on here. There's not.
1: It. I literally was on the apps yesterday. I'm like, uh, none of this stuff interests me. I'm watching uh, a show from the mid-90s 90s right now. You're what?
0: I'm watching a show from the mid-90s right now. I know.
1: I was literally scrolling through all this stuff, and I'm like, I've <laughs> seen that. I've seen that. I don't want to watch that. This is, this looks stupid. And I'm not in the mood. There. I have a documentary that's on my list, but I'm like, I'm not in the mood for that. I had to be mm-hmm. in the mood for to watch one of those. What's well, so, Noro's
0: Place? Or like a show that you watched when you were a kid, something younger? I
1: tried re-watching that a couple of months ago, and I'm, I couldn't get into it. So so.
0: That, nothing like that ages is right.
1: No. And I tried... Remember, I was watching no for a short time and I'm like this is we stupid we watched it
0: together we were starting to watch it together and it was oh, like we so laughed stupid. a lot and they were yeah. like yeah, fuck those like
1: why are they talking like that Like, I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't even watch it I couldn't get through it so
0: <clears throat> it was extremely cheesy and, it was, and it was we terrible thought, we thought it was cutting edge back then like oh man they're doing so much adult it's, shit now we for like it's because
1: we only have four corny. channels so yeah. <laughs> that's what we gotta watch
0: instead of watching cartoons like at least these people are real
1: yeah I don't know Whatever, but I'll, I'll find something eventually. I'm just, I'm really not in the mood to, to get into anything either, so I think that's why when I'm scrolling through, like, nothing pops out to me.
0: That has a lot to do with it. You gotta be open-minded. It, yeah,
1: I'm just not in the in the mood, so I'm just, I got garbage constantly on the TV right now.
0: Well, I've watched stuff over the past year or so that if you would have told me I, I'd be watching it five years ago, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. So yeah. You just gotta be open-minded, and then eventually things will start clicking for you, you know?
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: You haven't done anything else? What about your little tap tap? Tap tap game.
1: Oh yeah, I'm playing I'm kicking ass in that.
0: <laughs> oh you're kicking ass in there. Yeah, you go, I, I'm there's getting, some exuberance. I'm
1: getting I'm getting good cards now. I am happy. So Good. I'm I'm making headway there. I got a new team. This team is freaking awesome.
0: I'm glad. We're actually
1: getting shit done. Like i there's no mooches. So I'm I'm good I'm happy now. Everyone's is, everyone's is, actually is, participating is in the doing their event. part. Yes. Okay. Good. Oh, thank God.
0: Good. So we went to the dump. We got everything cleaned out in the house. We got some housework done. Everything's working well. We got some more stuff getting done. We're gonna start working on that next week. So things are looking up and up. Are you finally at a place now where you're like, okay, you can sit down, take a breath. Things are starting to look up. Can you finally admit that things are getting okay? Are you still no. a little apprehensive? Like, oh, the fucking tornado is going to rip through yeah, uh, this no. town and only hit our house?
1: Yeah, because something always happens. Yeah, So. Yeah, you're right. Like, no. I'm, <laughs> a couple more days was, ago. It, it, something always happens. Yeah. We are going to fix a couple small things in the house. Nothing huge. Things that have just needed to be fixed or done yeah. for a very long time. And either something's going to happen right before that, so we cannot do that. Or once we do get what's on our list done, something else is gonna fucking go down. Like the plumbing is gonna fucking go off again. Like you yeah. know. So, and it's, I'm saying that because it's been the whole 18 years we've been together. That is exactly how the fuck it's gone. I down. swear
0: to God, every time you mention how long we've been together, you're adding a few months. I'm not. <laughs> I think you're do adding. do
1: the freaking math. I
0: think you're adding time here. That, that, I think that's what it's you're doing.
1: It's 2024. Do the
0: math. No, oh, don't remind me. It's 2024.
1: So, I'm shit. yeah no it's been a long fucking time man
0: nah don't remind me
1: we can't escape this is where we're at
0: this is it man this is the end. I've come to terms with that I'm okay man you guys are all you, you, yeah, you guys I'm, are okay
1: I'm, I'm completely content you I'm guys are saying okay. this, is, this has been our luck since the day you and I got together yeah and so I'm just I'm waiting I know because it, it'll be something yeah literally the example was like getting Jenna's fan That w- that day was hell
0: because it was a fucking... Mean, I, yeah. It, it was, was hell. So we'll see what day. happens
1: with the other two things mm-hmm. that we want to get done. And, and that's it. So
0: That was the Whatever. worst day that we've had in I don't know how long. And cussing, both of us was going off.
1: Yeah, we were both pissed off.
0: And we pretty much go... Like, we went over our toilet fucking over flooding and, and, and yeah. laughed about it. But this thing, we didn't even talk about on the show. That's all pissed off we were. We were yeah. just fucking... It was just a day of just And anger.
1: not at each other. We didn't no. argue with each other. We were just so aggravated at the stupid the situation,
0: situation just some of the things that we said that day I, I never want to repeat again I got like I was begging for death that day like just fucking take me already I'm sick of this fucking I didn't opt into this shit I didn't opt into this shit it's just what the fuck was I created for it was a fucking punchline we made
1: 330
0: million people 330 million in one is this asshole here we're gonna watch him for shits and giggles and let the other people prosper and thrive we, I know that's not the truth. It's just—it's just the way I felt that day. I, I was being dramatic.
1: We lost the day we were born. Is it? Is, I love that saying.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was—I was winning up until fucking that day in 1982,
1: you know. and <laughs> We lost the day we were born.
0: Fucking it, man. My so, luck ran out the day I cried, getting pulled out of my mom. That was the day. Yeah. That was the day my luck Rolled ran out. I America. even came out with the fucking drama, man. I came out fucking half dead. They were like, "I'll fix him." I mean, Jesus, can I get a fucking... I came into this world fucking damn near fucking dead. And my luck, here I am. <laughs> fucking 40 fucking thousand years later. All right, so you didn't do anything else? No. All right, well then let me get into what I've been watching here, which is not a lot. I haven't been watching a lot of stuff lately. Uh, I've been doing other shit, but I have been watching Friends. Okay. And I have written down some of my favorite episodes. And this show has surprisingly has gotten better as the seasons have gone on. It's gotten better, which is mm-hmm. something that you can't say about many shows. Couple things I wrote down here, and I know you were dying because I was like, "Did I just watch the funniest episode?" And then you were like, "Which one?" I'm like, oh, "I'll tell you when we're recording," because I like to get that genuine reaction. Yeah. You know, like I like to say, "Hey, this is the episode." You're like, "Oh, I remember that one." Mm-hmm. If I would have told you before, and I've been like, "Oh, this episode," you'd be looking at your watch like, oh, "I fucking heard this already." You know, that's why I like to tell you that. So the first one was when. Chandler and Monica were moving in together, and he just broke the news to Joey at the last minute. He was having a lot of bad luck. He's not getting a lot of jobs. He could barely even afford his half of the rent. So he's like, listen, telling his other friends, like, I want to give Joey this money, but I know he won't take it. So I have to trick him into taking this money. So he was trying to give Joey this money, and he couldn't figure it out until he's like, hey, let's play a game called Cups. (laughs) He immediately rides it up. Yeah. So he created this bullshit game called Cubs where he was making up rules as he went along to give Joey this money. Joey thinks it's a real game because he's an idiot. And he's like, oh, I'm so good at this game, Cubs. He challenges fucking uh, Ross, Ross and loses the money back. And Shannon's <laughs> like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> That one was just so, I don't know why, but I was laughing throughout that whole episode. It was just, because I'm like, this game, is so ridiculous. He's like, you have to get a two and you win $1,500. He's <laughs> like, what are the chances? It's a two. And they're all celebrating. Joe's so like, oh, my God. And, oh, my God. And then at the end, he's, he's like, trying to give him another 50. He keeps, fucking poor Chandler's just losing all his money trying to give him $1,500. bucks. mm hmm and he's like, I'll buy this stupid white horse thing for fifty. He's like, I'm not taking her charity. And he's like, You this fucking idiot. You just didn't get it the whole time. So that so that was my favorite one that I've seen recently. But there was a couple other ones. Um when Rachel and Phoebe are living together now. Yeah. And uh, they were going out jogging. And and then Rachel saw Phoebe ran and she's like, I'm never going out with her again. <laughs> yes. She, she her runs like a flowing. fucking idiot, arms <laughs> flopping and shit. So Rachel lied and said she didn't want to run anymore. She just wasn't very good at her. I forgot what her excuse was. And then Phoebe catches her running one day, and then it comes out. Because you run like an idiot. don't me see. And then fucking, you know, they do the whole thing at the end where she feels bad, and she starts trying it. Rachel tries. She's like, this is actually pretty good. And then they're <laughs> doing it together at the end, which was funny. She's like, you can really run fast. You're like, you can do whatever you want. No one pays attention or laughs at you. But they, they might, but then they stop. That you know, was pretty good. Uh, Phoebe is my favorite character, I think, man. Her and Monica are just like the two best yeah With, I mean if you get rid of one of them the show would survive but I don't think it could survive without those two it though. wouldn't be good you could remove two any two other characters but those two and I think the show would still work but those two for me they, they carry it they just, they just do uh, what the hell was the other one I got here oh no uh, the funniest part of that episode was when Rachel was running like her and she turns back and she fucking runs into a fucking cop on a horse <laughs> and that was just funny the way they do it because they just do stupid shit like that like physical comedy they do pretty well uh, here we go, another one. Ross with his fucking white teeth when his teeth were too white.
1: Yes, the he was, black light.
0: Oh, my God. He was—he went on some date with some hot chick or whatever, and uh, he's, he's trying to talk to her. And everyone else is creeped out by how white his teeth are. So he's trying everything in his power. He's, like, talking behind his hand. He had a cup in front of his mouth and bread. And he, the woman's like, are you going to eat that bread? <laughs> no, no, that was a fun It's just really silly, stupid ideas like that. Yeah. Make the show work. Uh, Phoebe being a porn star—that was a funny episode because they were like the guy walked up to her randomly in that uh in that coffee house and he's like, "Are you Phoebe Buffet? She's like, "Yeah." He's like, "I'm your number one fan. I have your autograph?" And everyone's like, oh, "Wait, what the fuck? You're famous!" And then they found that she was an adult movie star and they were playing it in the uh, I don't know what's it called in the apartment or whatever. I thought that was a good one. And my favorite, well, one of my favorite ones was uh, Ross and Monica at New Year's Eve doing some dance routine to get on a Dick Clark.
1: New Year's Rock and New Year's, Eve. New Year's yeah.
0: Eve, whatever. And they were doing this dance routine and they fucking crushed it. They did really good. They were doing pretty. You know, I thought that was pretty fucking funny, man. The show's really good. I'm, I'm probably going to end up giving it a really high score in the end because it's gotten better progressively. And I did not expect that from this show. Most comedies lose steam.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This one's done things that I don't think I've seen the themes in other shows since or beforehand. Like. The one with Raj's teeth being super white. Like, that was just a stupid, silly idea, but it worked. And yeah. the actors pulled it off. I don't think he could do that same storyline in another show and it would be as good. So they, they do a pretty damn good show with it, so... I'll give them credit. Are you surprised I'm giving Friends so much
1: credit? No, because I know it's yeah. a good show. Like, if we just gave it a... Because sh- it's freaking hilarious. It's stupid, mm-hmm. but it's funny. It just worked.
0: I don't know why I never watched it before. I, I mean love Monica obviously uh, Courtney Cox one of my favorites in the 90s and Jennifer Anderson I kind of, was kind of okay on but still like I don't know why I never really gave it a shot. maybe because everyone else liked it maybe if everyone else likes something like yeah fuck you people there used to be
1: good TV man it was yeah. like that in ER back in the 90s oh. well
0: I know I would never watch ER I, have, I do have my limits with things I won't try and yeah Certain things, like, if it's a real... Like, I don't want to see a real-life show about people doing real-life jobs, you know? To me, that's stupid. Oh. Okay, fireman, police officer, who gives... I don't care, man. Um, unless the cops are doing, like, extra crazy shit that you can't do in real life. So, like, maybe a cop show, I'll give them some leniency. But, like, those firefighter shows, how fucking interesting can a show about firefighters be?
1: I stopped watching them. Like, how, how fucking... Oh, God, no, they were good. Them, I mean... They were, they were good, but then... I watched the Chicago Fire for a long time, but haven't watched in, like, the last two mm-hmm. years. And then I went to Station 19 because it was a spinoff of Grey, uh, Grey's Anatomy. But I, I just got bored. I so. could see
0: maybe one season of that being good. Because, like, you have mm-hmm. your storyline with an arsonist. You've got one storyline with maybe a woman whose, like, kid is in the building. And one firefighter that main starts to be the hero and get it out. An animal, maybe. That's three episodes right there. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have to repeat you. A cat in a tree. Okay, four.
1: What the fuck? What the fuck do they do? Well, they have to go put like, fires out, man. Put fires out. They I, put just, fires out.
0: I don't know like, those. Or a
1: bomb. They're they're there when they're uh, yeah. like there's a bomb threat. Like they're there for they're all sorts of shit.
0: But what are they doing? when There's a bomb threat. They're waiting for a fire to happen. And uh, no, there's always there's always some
1: canta- can- catastrophe, and they're out yeah. there. You know. How about happening. blocking
0: the front entrance of a supermarket when an old lady faints? How about that one too? That could be an episode. Yeah. yeah. That could be the there season finale. Yeah. Well, that and the doctor shows, too. I, I will not watch a show about doctors. It's just like ER. I will never watch ER. It's just... Cops are different. So I'll take the cop one back. As cops, you can do a lot of shit with cops. What Drug, about This cartels. Is
1: Us? You can try that one. See if you cry every episode. What was
0: that one again? <laughs> about that fat bitch who refuse to lose weight? Is yes. that the one? Uh, no, I can't watch that one.
1: That was a really good show. No Except facts. for that one season, was ass. But the rest of it was yeah,
0: good. Yeah, I, I I do have my limits with some things. I I just you know it's it's got to offer something for me to want to watch it. So, oh, Gossip Girl. I, I I don't know. I keep forgetting about that show. I have watched that. Did you?
1: So you have watched
0: it? I have watched okay. it. I don't. I I forget. I forgot to talk about it last time. I, maybe because Friends is so good. That Gossip yeah. Girl suffers, and that's a good I don't show.
1: Because that's. That's one of my favorite shows. Like I love that show.
0: It's a good show. I just I feel like I've seen it already. I don't know, it's it's a it's a weird thing. It's maybe because I just watched One Tree Hill like less than a month ago, I think, right? And now onto this one. Maybe, maybe I got into this one too soon. I should have waited. I'm not like I'm not enjoying it. It's just yeah. not they did play the, the Pretty Little Liars theme song. I was like, what? I was like, is that what I'm hearing? They were playing the song. They were all dancing at like a ball or some shit, like a costume ball. Yeah. And they're playing, they're at the part where the Pretty Little Liars part uh, starts up. So I was wondering if it was a spinoff of some sorts or. I don't think so. Like, I think oh, they not. were on
1: around the same time.
0: That's just weird how they played the exact Well, CW
1: does weird shit like that, yeah. though. They'll they'll play, like, throw big, like, little tidbits in, in, in the shows to yeah. talk, or they'll mention the show. Well, or that was a missed opportunity. Yeah.
0: Back in the past when, like, One Tree Hill was on and Gossip Girl, they could have had them, like, guest starring on each other's shit. Because they were all on CW, weren't they?
1: I believe so. Or, yeah, I believe these were all CW shows.
0: Like, I would love to see Serena slap the hell out of Brooke Davis. I mean, that would have been a cult. Cool she, I don't know, maybe because her name's Serena and the chick from Handmaid's Tale's name is Serena, I, I just automatically assume she's a great slapper. Yeah. Even even though I think Blair would probably be the one who would win in a fist fight between those two, she just seems like she's got a little bit more. Yeah, like like a little more spunk. I'm waiting to. See, I'm kind of neutral on Blair. I hated her in the beginning, but now I'm starting to warm up to her a little bit. But she's. But I'm, but I'm still Team Serena on this she's gossip Girl show. On Gossip Girl, I still like Serena. Yeah, I, I still like Serena. But I'll probably give a more in depth review when I get a few more episodes into that one. I'm like I'm like eleven or twelve episodes into the first season, but it's not like. I, I, I'm not retaining it as well as I have other shows. I don't really? know. What Give it Friends
1: is. a break. Those—that's a sitcom.
0: Well, I'm on season seven now. Just about. I'm almost mm-hmm. done. I can finish that in a couple of days. It's—I think—I think Friends is. I, me watching Friends is hurting. I'm yeah. taking way more notes on Friends than I have on Gossip Girl. It's like I, I watch an episode, I don't think about it afterwards, and I just forget it. It, it also hurts the show that there's no, uh, like, previews or recaps on before the next one comes on. It, it just kind of gets right to it. Really quick intro when you're watching the show.
1: Right. Which is why it's good to binge.
0: If you're paying... Which you
1: hate binging. You hate doing that.
0: No, I I do. On certain shows, I I like binging. Certain shows. Some I have to take a... Like, friends have to take a break from.
1: Yeah. See, I I have to... I'm telling you, like, it's it's not even a joke. Like, my memory is terrible. Yeah. I need to binge. Because if I'm watching week to week, Mm -hmm. if there's no recap in the beginning, I'm going to completely... It's going to take me, like, ten minutes of the episode Mm. for me to catch up to, like, okay, what's happening? I hate that.
0: It, it's weird because like, but the show Gossip Girl, if you ask me a character or ask me about any character, I can tell you what they're doing right now and what they've done. <clears throat> but it's it's a hard enough for me to just op, like up and talk about it. I think it's because I've seen it already. It feels like I've seen the show. I don't know. But I do enjoy it and I'll, and I'll try to take better notes on that one next time. But I, I am liking it. So I'm going to finish it for sure. But that's all I got for stuff that I've been doing. Work has been work. I took off Friday. I was supposed to work a full week. And I, you know what? I'm going to do it next week. I'm going to work a full week. Unless we'll any see. more... You know, if we got good shit happening next week. Maybe I won't take Friday, but the week after, maybe I'll, I'll work a full week. Yeah. And not just take a day off randomly. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. But I got a lot of good stuff. Some juicy-ass stories to talk about. Some thick stories to talk about today. You got any good ones or you got it's bad ones?
1: Disgusting. Yeah. I don't even know what I have.
0: You have no idea. I,
1: I think three quick ones.
0: Well... Let's just get into this one because I know people want to hear, you know, the views on this one because this is the one that got sent in the most. I had three different people sent this one to me here. So the WHO, the World Health Organization, is calling for World Pandemic Treaty to prepare for what they're calling Disease X. And we've talked about Disease X already. This is the one that they're like, hey, there's this new disease that could possibly come out. We don't know what's going to come out, but we're not prepared for it. It may or may not happen. Which means it's going to happen. They're planning for it. And they're just telling you ahead of time that they're going to fucking do this (laughs) shit again. So World Health Organization Director General Satan has called on uh, Ted, Ted Rose. His last name is fucking insane. Gabresis has called on countries to sign on to the health organization's pandemic treaty so the world can prepare for disease X. So a pandemic treaty when you're thinking like a a treaty would be like a peace thing. Like, hey, you know, we're going to call a treaty we've been fighting long enough. So in this case, you hear a pandemic treaty. You're like, what the fuck is a pandemic treaty? This is basically them saying, okay, we're all going to get together. We're going to do this together. And we're going to let the World Health Organization call the shots. And we're just going to do whatever they tell us to do. They have full reign to tell us what to do. And we will abide and our people will abide. So if, you know, disease X, I'm not going to say if, when they fucking pull this shit again. This time, the the, the president could say, hey, it's out of my hands. We signed this pandemic treaty. The World Health Organization tells us what to do. Basically, you're giving all of your permissions, all of your freedoms over to them. In case, just in case, this happens again. So they were talking about this, and they had this meeting on Wednesday. Right after they had that meeting, apparently there was a fucking train full of people that had this mystery illness. The day after, they are trying to push for this treaty. So that's what they're doing. They put the idea out there, then they stoke fear. People are afraid because the idea is fresh in their minds. They sign this treaty, and then there you go. Then the fucking disease X just becomes a thing. Who would have thunk it? I know I sound like a conspiracy theorist right now, but that's exactly what they're doing here. So anyway, Ghebreyesus, uh, speaking in front of the audience at the World Economic Forum in Davos on Wednesday, said that he hoped countries would reach a pandemic agreement by May to address this common enemy. Why, is, why does it have to be done by May? It, 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 like, why, why Why? May? Why is there such a hurry on it to get this treaty signed? Why, why is there such a fucking hurry? It just
1: Because it's going to spread. Who
0: knows, man? It's because it's gonna—they're gonna spread that bullshit—is what they're gonna do. It's—it's ex- it's exactly they—they want to do this before the election. The Zx is a hypothetical placeholder virus that has not yet been formed, even though it's waiting to be released. But scientists say it could be twenty times deadlier than COVID nineteen. How do they fucking know? It could—it could not be twenty times. It could be a hundred times. It could be instant death. It could—and it, it could be nothing. It could be a fart in the wind. Why does it have to be? X amount of times daily, or How do they Narrow it down To 20 times Deadlier How come it can't be 20 times You know Fucking weaker Than COVID Which is which was nothing 20 times worse Than COVID Is a fucking sneeze so I'm sorry It was nothing As it was in the beginning This is fucking Ridiculous man there, This was A New York Post Article by the way Just in case people Are wondering Which means it's A left wing publication Even though New York Post Can post some things And that makes sense Sometimes This is just crazy so anyway, it was added to the WHO shortlist of pathogen for research in 2017 that could cause a serious international epidemic. He said that COVID-19 was the first disease X, but it's important to prepare for another one. So it's just, it's just fucking insane, man. There are things that are unknown that may happen, and anything happening is a matter of when, not if. So we need to have a placeholder for that, for the diseases that we don't know are out there. We lost so many people during COVID, we couldn't manage them, he said at the Global Confab. They could have been saved, but there was no space. There was not enough oxygen. So how can you have a system that can expand when the need comes? So this guy is basically building fear. He tends to profit the most <laughs> when things like this happen. He gains the most control, and he's he's basically asking for more power while also like you know spreading fear and telling people what can happen, what will happen. He it, it's basically a veiled threat, is what it is. You're basically saying, hey, um, you know. It would be a shame if you lost your job because you didn't do this, right? Like, that's kind of like a suggestion. Like a like a threatening suggestion, you know? Like, oh boy, it would be a real shame if someone came by and popped your car tires for not lending me a couple of bucks, you know? It, like, that's what it sounds like to me. You don't want to be with your pants on just in case this disease happens. Like, you motherfucker. We know what this is all about, man, you know? And it's happening. And I don't know how people like Bill Gates can go out there and, and, and tell people and predict this shit too we're taking orders from people that have absolutely no medical training but yet they get it right every single time these predictions they predicted this shit was going to happen and they knew the exact fucking month that was going to happen and the year was going to happen how do you know this stuff you're, you're not a medical professional did Bill Gates ever fucking look under a fucking microscope did he ever put a stethoscope to someone's heart does he know what the fuck he's talking about
1: no but don't they fund these places that create the diseases? Why?
0: If I'm a billionaire right now, I'm not gonna go invest in shit. I'd have no fucking clue what it is. I don't know, no, man. Who knows? It's just why would a billionaire want to vaccinate an entire fucking continent? Yeah, it's just why, why, why? It just none of it makes any sense. It just it doesn't. But this to me does make plenty of sense. They just wanna fucking just do another power grab. They want you in the house. They want to take all the money. They want to fucking shift the power all over again. They want you in the house for the elections. They can steal it right under your fucking nose again. That's what they want, man. It, it's... If it's not blatantly obvious by now, you're never going to get it. I just hope people react accordingly this time when they fucking have the, the fake shit on the news. They're telling you what to do again. They're telling you to stay in your homes and telling you to get this shot. I hope people tell these motherfuckers where to shove it. There's a lot more of us than there are of them. That's all I got to say. Are you ready for it the next uh, pandemic?
1: I don't give a fuck. Seriously, I don't, like, I just don't care.
0: Yeah.
1: Whatever. I do you do birdhouse? I'm fine. I'll be fine. I'll be fine right on my damn couch. I don't give a crap, man. It affects me none. My birdhouse is amazing. Yeah. I got a nice new bird feeder out there that I can put three different kinds of freaking seed in. So freaking cool. And it looks like a nice, cute little ha- farmhouse.
0: You plant more seed than I did.
1: It's beautiful. So now I have three bird feeders out there. Hmm. Although that's the nicest one. Now I want other nice ones and get rid of the fucking ugly ones we got out there. Because those other two are just...
0: Well, speaking about one thing that's a complete and total fraud that is going to happen, let's talk about a complete and other, you know, fraud about something that didn't happen. I'm talking about the uh, moon landing and anything involved with NASA.
1: What is happening? (laughs) What is going on?
0: This one was sent in as well. God. So apparently NASA is looking for volunteers to live in its Mars simulation for a year.
1: Oh, nice.
0: Ironically, the Mars simulation is right next to the studio where they filmed the moon landing. So it's right next door. You can actually go pay a visit. It's just, it's just a hop, skip, and a jump right next door. I heard Neil Armstrong's uh, thermos is still in the fridge if you want to take a picture with that as well. If extreme challenges are your cup of tea, NASA is wasting even more billions of dollars. They have the perfect opportunity for you. The space agency put out a call on Friday for volunteers to participate in its second year-long simulated Mars mission. So, I mean, what happens when you go on this thing? I mean, like, you step foot on the fake Mars. Does your head explode immediately because we can't live there? I mean, is that the simulation they're trying to get across because that's what would really happen? Would you do this?
1: Am I getting paid? And how much work do I have to do? Do I have to, like, plant a garden and stuff like that? That just sounds like too much.
0: You do get paid.
1: There's no TV. I guarantee there's no fucking TV. I would be miserable. I'd probably be eating freaking plants. Like, no. I can't.
0: So listen to this shit. For the duration of the mission, which will start in spring 2025, the four selected crew members will be housed in a 1,700-square-foot 3D-printed habitat in Houston. So it's 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 a really ugly place. It, it's... Uh,
1: didn't they try it, to do this with astronauts before? Like, put them in a building yeah. for like a year or two or yeah. something like that? Didn't I think they did that before?
0: I'm I'm trying to paint the picture for people that that may not have access to the Internet and can't look this up right now, but it's like an overhead shot of, uh, of a maze where, like, you open up the freaking door and you see the mouse go through the maze and it's bouncing off the walls and trying to get to the other side. That's what this looks like. It looks like a giant place. The door even slides up for these astronauts to go in there, or, or fake astronauts, or whatever you want to call them. Anyway, is accepting applications on its Chappia website from now through April 2nd. It's a paid gig, but NASA hasn't publicly said how much participants will be compensated. I mean, it better be at least $60,000. I mean, you got to think, like, what the average household in America, family of two, would make in a year. And then maybe cut that in half to say <laughs> 30000 or something, at minimum. Yeah. Because you're going to be replacing a year's worth of salary. and You're not going to open this up to just people that don't need the work, right? Like millionaires just showing up to this fucking thing. Anyway, the Mars Dune Alpha habitat at NASA's Johnson Space Center is designed to simulate what life might be like for future explorers on the red planet. So not very long. Where the environment is harsh and resources will be limited. There's a crew currently living and working there as part of the first Shapia mission, which is now more than halfway through its 378-day assignment. During their stay, volunteers will perform habitat maintenance and grow crops, among other tasks.
1: See, how do I know about this?
0: Well, growing crops is easy.
1: There's like a greenhouse and shit. Like, I've seen it. I've seen yeah. a documentary on this, where they're in there, and the one time they did it, like all sorts of shit started going wrong.
0: Yeah. But you got to be careful What you're growing And what you're putting it in too I mean I like, I, like, I know very little About growing I, The only thing I remember Was in uh, middle school We had to grow Like certain things In our classroom
1: Yeah
0: And we were each in charge Like all they did Was they gave us dirt And they gave us A couple of seeds And they were like Here you gotta figure out How to take care of this thing And grow it And at the end of the year We're gonna take a look at it And everyone had shit This one chick had yeah. Like fucking like potato And want a strawberry Everyone was growing shit It was pretty cool I had cool. beans Yeah I in, I in a
1: styrofoam about. cup And then we got to Bring it home
0: Somebody did coffee I, I think they did coffee. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I forgot what the fuck they did. And Somebody had sunflower. They were doing all sorts of weird shit. Yeah. So so someone was just planting roses, just to fucking plant, like, plants to keep them It was crazy. I mean, the habitat size of 1,200-square-foot sandbox attached to it for simulated spacewalks. So you must be at least 30 to 55 years old, speak English proficiently, and have a master's degree in a STEM field, plus at least two years of professional experience, a minimum of 1,000 hours piloting an aircraft Why you're not leaving... Our tiers are worked toward a STEM a stem doctoral program. So I guess our application will be rejected immediately.
1: Yeah. We're not smart enough people. I would there. love
0: to be a part of this. I would love to just go here and just be like... And just make fun of it the whole time. Just talk shit. I would love to do it. I would. I don't... I don't. For a week. I, I don't think I want to do that for a Yeah, year. I don't Fuck know year. if
1: I could... Do, I think after... A certain amount of time like i would start losing my mind like i need to like even though we don't really go places but i would need to be able to step outside once in a while yeah and breathe like r- real air
0: you, you don't want to smoke I a cigarette
1: yeah <laughs> i can't be locked in like a, a room yeah. for a freaking year i would lose my mind
0: i'd, I'd be like listen can you guys provide me edibles when i'm in here that's the only way i stay for a year
1: like a breeze like can i open the window <laughs> get a breeze in here like no i don't i, I just i no It's just
0: a really stupid fucking idea. And this is pointless. And they keep doing
1: it. I had no idea this was still going on. Because the one I I read or watched a documentary on, I think, was like in the 80s or some shit. So they're still doing it. They're still spending all this money. How much money? On this one thing that they keep putting people in. I really had no idea it kept going.
0: There are some things that I don't feel comfortable saying will never happen. Because anything can happen in life, right? Anything can happen. Anything, just about. Yeah. Man will never be able to fly un, un, unattended without, you know, an aircraft, obviously, or like a spa- like 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 a plane or helicopter. You're not gonna be able to just say fuck it, just zoom up in the air like Superman. It Ain't gonna happen. Another thing that ain't gonna happen is we're never gonna be able to inhabit another fucking planet. We're never going to live on Mars. It's never gonna happen.
1: Well, you don't want to carry an oxygen t- tank with you, and uh, seriously, that's what like you would a, have to do. Like Big ass fucking heavy yeah. suit. <laughs> you would who have would to want wear to do
0: that? i mean if it, if it were possible you'd have to have a massive dome that would yeah. that would never crack because if it cracks you're fucking dead you're all dead your existence is gone I mean you've seen total recall <laughs> that's the only way you would be able to live without a suit and who would want to live without a suit if at any second that thing can crack you'd be a nervous fucking wreck the entire time you were there that would be if that were possible how would they build a thing like that or just, you would have to encapsulate the entire fucking planet of Mars and somehow get people in so a giant tube from space <laughs> like an escalator takes you from fucking Earth to Mars, right? and you can, if, God forbid if a fat person gets in there and it cracks in the middle of the tube because you're all dead this is the dumbest fucking idea you will never have teleporters like Star Trek that shit ain't happening we ain't nowhere near that fucking kind of technology we're too stupid, we're too busy trying to figure out what the fuck a man and women are it's, this is so dumb, this is stupid can we stop giving NASA? Can we just fucking get rid of NASA? They're not doing what they should should be doing. They're building fucking houses and do things, experiment on places we're never gonna made up places probably. Who even knows if space exists? We've never been there. I don't like. I don't like this. Wow, man. I hate this whole fucking. thing. You don't think thing.
1: space is out there?
0: I don't know what the fuck it is. <laughs> I don't know. Do you know? Does anyone fucking know? Has anyone been there? I doubt it. There is a there is like a fucking barrier between whatever space would be in the earth. I'm, I'm not saying this is a fucking act. I have no clue, but this is what I think, all right? To pass through what, if you were to go in a straight line right now, let's say if you were to go taller than the tallest building where nothing could ever obstruct your path and just went straight. It's kept going straight forever, right? You can just fly indefinitely in a straight line. Eventually, one of two things is going to happen. You're going to hit a fucking wall and you, you're just touching this thing where you're like, how come I can't go straight anymore? I've stopped. My motion has been stopped. Either that happens, either you pass through something, and you burn up, and you never know because you're dead. Or number three, you, you fucking put your hand through, you look through, and there's a bunch of naked women, and you're in a fucking, uh, you know, Hugh Hefner's Playboy Mansion's fucking cove where they would all party and shit. Who knows what's on the other side? I just I just don't think it's 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 what they're telling us. I don't think it's some big black void of nothing with stars and shit. I, I, I just don't. I, I don't know what to believe anymore. I just don't know. We could be in a fucking snow globe on some fucking extraterrestrial beings' fucking dresser.
1: No. And that could be how the world if ends. A kid knocks it a over. Telescope?
0: No, uh, maybe when I was young, I don't know.
1: My middle school had one. I don't remember. I can't think of the name of what it was called, but one of those big ass domes on the top of the middle school. So you had to climb mm-hmm. all the way the hell up, and it was like this massive telescope. Mm-hmm. And we got to. We got to go one night and be able to look. Jupiter was in the... I don't know. I don't know what the fuck. We were able to see it. Yeah. And I thought that was cool. Yeah.
0: I, have, I have no fucking clue. I've never desired to go there. I, I honestly don't give a shit. People talk about ice walls. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think there's a land of giants on the other side with like woolly mammoths and shit.
1: What? Game kind of, of bring Thrones back.
0: monsters. What's that? Well, woolly yeah, mammoths? Yeah, they did.
1: They did bring it back.
0: They no, I don't know if they did, but they tried. We talked about it on the show. They were, they found like the DNA or some shit. Yeah, like they they're
1: trying were, to be stupid and bring it back. Why? Away. It's not gonna what for? Why?
0: Why? It's like, hey guys, we <laughs> hey guys, we found a droplet of Hitler's sperm. We're gonna bring him back. <laughs> like
1: what the fuck?
0: I don't fucking know, man. No, but and, but like just like a the whole space like, I don't know. Like you mentioned that, that's a great point. So I, I didn't even think of that when you look in a telescope. I I remember
1: cover. as a kid, I thought that was the coolest fucking yeah. thing. Because yeah. it was one of those massive, very expensive freaking telescopes at the school. And you could see shit. Yeah. Like, I never got no, that. Because,
0: like, that was my question, too. Like, what about stars? Like, when the sun goes down and you look up and you see stars, like, what the fuck is that? Or, like, well, what's, the, like what's the moon? it's not
1: construction paper with a bunch of pinholes in it. No,
0: I mean, you, you just, you really Although don't that know. that would be fucking hilarious. You really, I mean, you, you just don't <laughs> Some know.
1: Some giant out there just shining a yeah. light through
0: black construction paper. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> to make it look like a million stars. that
0: be fucking... <laughs> I I just, I mean, we have stuff here that we can easily, you know, check out. Mm -hmm. It's it's more feasible for us to build under the ocean or, like, in the ocean. Like, build a dome in there. We could all live like Atlantis. That is more feasible than us going to Mars, in my opinion. I Because we have it here. No, hell no, I wouldn't want that the shit pressure?
1: Either. Like, whatever? Oh, yeah. yeah, no. That
0: dumb cracks, everything that floats ex- up, you yeah. explode, you're fucking dead. Yeah, screw that. That would
1: freak me the fuck out if I'm in a dome underneath the water.
0: Yeah, it, it would all freak me
1: out. The aquarium is one thing, okay? <laughs> <laughs> the fucking ocean, that's in something else. I don't right? even
0: want to go in the fucking tide pool because fucking people are discussing in their sweatpants swimming around and shit. <laughs> All right, what do you got? We, we're going crazy today.
1: <laughs> we're off the rails.
0: Fucking
1: oh, hey, God! We spent the whole hour just talking talk stupid about weird shit. shit.
0: I could talk about this stuff all day. I know nothing about it. I fucking love. I love talking about it though, because it's. I
1: hope it's people crazy going right now. Like, you got it, yeah, man. It makes man.
0: sense. You blew my mind, man. Dude, how many fucking telescopes did you sell today?
1: <laughs> all right. Well, a North Miami Beach woman. Is facing serious charges after she was accused of trying to kill her husband, after he received a postcard from an ex-girlfriend from 60 years ago. Listen, it holds
0: a fucking grudge worse than me. Holy shit!
1: <laughs> well, why is this ex-girlfriend 60 years later sending him a postcard? That is weird.
0: Yeah, that would never happen. I can't imagine.
1: Like it's been 60 a, years. Did they have a kid together? Uh, it doesn't say.
0: That's the only way that can make sense.
1: According to the report, shortly uh, shortly before four p.m., North Miami Beach police responded to a home after reports a domestic uh, dispute had turned physical. The investigation revealed that Bertha Yalter, who's seventy one, and her husband were involved in a dispute after an ex girlfriend from sixty years ago sent him a postcard. According to the arrest report, the couple has been married for about fifty two years. Yalter allegedly tried to smother her husband with a pillow bit and physically battered him, the report said. Investigators said the victim was extremely fragile and had several serious bruises and open cuts on both his arms and stomach area. He also had open bite marks that were bleeding. This poor guy, man. Because if she's 71 then he's and they've been married 52 years, he's fucking up there too, this poor guy. According to the report, the incident was captured on a cell phone and was given to the North Miami Beach Police Department. Yalter was uh, transported to the correctional center And is facing charges of attempted murder in the second degree, aggravated battery on a person of 65 years or older, and tampering with the victim. So 71 years old, you've been married to this guy for 52 years, you get that jealous and pissed off and possessive. You attack him and now you're going to spend the rest of your freaking life because you're 71 in prison. Unless somehow they just give you a slap on the wrist, which I don't think they would do. No. Like you just threw the rest of your freaking days away.
0: Why would he press charges? I mean, after a certain amount of time, you would think like you could just do whatever you want to each other at that age. You know, like you've been through fifty some years of marriage.
1: <laughs> oh, you think he? It, well, the police might press charges because the police do that sometimes.
0: Yeah, but you can be like, yeah, fuck him. They've been married. <clears throat> if I was a cop and I went to the home of like a fucking 70 year old people, and I would just ask them, like, you guys been married? For, you guys know better than me. Is this something that happens all the time? And it just got a little too crazy this time. You call the cops. Do you want me to take you in? Do you really want to press charges?
1: Like this is crazy. Where did this ex girlfriend come from? That she's sending him a postcard sixty years later. They must, that they, is freaking weird.
0: They had to have kept contact because that's sixty years. I mean, you would have to get really lucky,
1: unless they didn't word that correctly. Yeah, and was missing. She found something like in a box of letters or something. Yeah. He kept something from sixty years ago. Because the way I I read that and the way I took it was that he mm. got this mail recently. But if it's, mm. it's something he held on to I just can't see an ex from sixty years ago just yeah. sending a letter. That would just be bizarre. How is that person even still alive?
0: Like I was saying, you gotta be really <laughs> lucky, man. Like you gotta look up their name in the phone book. Had, that happens to be the person and right. then you send it to that address Yeah, so maybe happens, he just yeah, had it no like
1: in the closet or something and she found it I yeah. don't know or
0: maybe he found her on like social media and they reconnected after 60 years or something yeah. and then they and it's, I, I I don't know I 60 years that's a hell of a coincidence
1: yeah that's crazy
0: I think he had it coming to him I, I am with that woman she she good thing she kicked his ass 71
1: years old she's, not, she's trying to smother him with a pillow biting
0: there's definitely more to the story
1: oh lord
0: All right, so if you're in Manhattan, you guys know there's a lot of crime going down. There's a lot of horrible things. Your police are actively doing something. Not about the crime, but they're doing something. So from busting crooks to busting moves, a group of NYPD officers are trading their badges while walking the beat for rhythm and choreography when off-duty. They are the New York Police Department's dance team. Oh. What What kind of music
1: is it? Is it, like, Dude,
0: I would like is to see it. awful. I'm just answering 911 <laughs> nine on jobs all day. All day. All day out of roll call until it's time to go home, verbatim, uh, was the statement of the New York Police Department's dance team vice president, Lauren Pagan. Music's amazing. When I get to sit there and just listen, even if it's the same song over and over again, it's just a place to be. Everyone loves to dance and loves being here. Make no mistake, like police work, this is not all fun and games. It's a commitment with a rigorous schedule. They practice two to three times a week for two to three hours, and that's coming off a grueling shift, not doing shit at work. It could be the longest, hardest day. I come here, and the girls are always smiling, and it's just nice, she said. This team formed in 2022, and crime has been fucking, you know, skyrocketing ever since in New York. How many times have we came on here and were like, yeah, New York's crime rates went up X amount percent this month, and more homicides, but don't worry. These idiots are dancing, okay? They're fucking dancing. They're just doing it. I
1: want to see them dance. (laughs) Dude.
0: They have about four dozen competitive groups. Why don't they have a competition so you can catch the most bad guys? And it's more than just a football club and a boxing team. There's even a chess club and a knitting group. What the fuck is this camp or is this the police academy? What the fuck are they doing? Are they learning to tie knots?
1: This is off off duty though.
0: Do they get badges? They're not doing shit on duty. I want them to fucking do something. Earn your fucking time off, man. So why not a dance team? We've got all this other dumb shit going on. We've got fucking jobs to do. Uh, This was according to Autumn Rain Martinez. We just want to have an outlet to allow people to express themselves creatively and also have faith in the police force, and we will put on shows for the local community. Yeah, that's really I like it. I I think it's fucking I like
1: it. I want to see a police dance routine.
0: It is fucking bad. It's a horrible look. I think it's hilarious. It's a horrible (laughs) look and, and in a place where... You live under some of the worst fucking leadership. Yeah, in America, it's got to be New York.
1: Would you want to live there? Maybe no. We got the fuck out for a reason, right? But maybe this is their way of just like you know lifting their spirits because they live in a shithole.
0: I mean, you got a bunch of cops just dancing and doing a fucking routine, and what is it with the left and their fucking dance routines and their songs about weird shit? You got police officers. This should be the last thing that they're concentrated on. They should be like, "Listen, we're gonna defund all the stupid programs you idiots are into, and put it towards police training for the actual job you're hired to do." Because this ain't cool, man. You you got a fucking shithole like New York with crime as high as it is. I don't care about them having fun in their off time, but to advertise like, "Oh, our cops are doing this. This is such a great thing." When you see the crime, like, what the? This is the kind of reaction you're gonna get. Maybe not brag about this. Is what I'm saying, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: I don't, it's like you fucking have a boss at work that doesn't do shit all day long. He sits in his office all day. But then when it's time to punch out, he comes out yawning and shit. Like, what the fuck? I was out here all day. What the fuck were you doing? That's how I feel about this cop story. Like, what the fuck are you guys doing? We got the cities burning down. All this crazy shit's going down. Why Why are you dancing? You know? It's just like the nurses during COVID. Remember them? Like dance routines are were putting. Well, on, they're idiots. Th- that was the people worst. People
1: were dropping dead left and yeah. right, apparently. But they're dancing, doing TikTok videos. Yeah. Like what the fuck, What the hell is that?
0: Celebrating people dying, getting like, free food and
1: shit you know. because you're doing your job. Like yeah, yeah you, you, I, you I didn't like the, that.
0: congratulations. You showed up to the job you fucking went to school for. And congratulations, that's the job
1: you chose. This is what yeah. you wanted. I don't feel bad for you.
0: Yeah, you're not, and I'm sorry, but not one job is more important than another. No. That, that's what pissed me off with the whole. Oh, this job's essential. Well, I'm, I'm yeah. sorry. But well, that fucking doctor who drove his car that someone else built, that got the parts to build that car from someone else, everybody fucking helps someone else out. Yeah. That doctor can't get to the hospital without the work of someone else doing something else. It's someone else's job. You see what I mean here? Everybody's fucking important. I, see, I'm, I'm going down that path again. This I think it's because it's election year. It's a it's it's hot hot of it, mess. I'm of just going to take a deep breath and I'm going to talk about this next one. This one should make us all happy. A 90-year-old woman was fired from her job for not using gender pronouns.
1: Well, (laughs) the job wasn't worth it. Because I'm not going to sit here and cater to people. I'm just not. So if I get fired for that, then oh well. Mm -hmm. I can go work at McDonald's on the fucking street if I'm that desperate for money. I'm not going to cater to people. I'm just not doing it. I don't give a fuck what world we're living in now. It's just not happening. I I really don't care.
0: I will always just use this as my excuse. If if someone ever says that, like, why don't you use my pronouns? Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? My thing is, like, I'm not going to lie to you. I respect you more than than that, than a lie to your face. I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear. I'm going to tell you what you need to hear. You are a girl or a boy. Whatever you visibly are, you know, by your body, parts you were born by, whatever. That's who you are. I'm not going to lie to you. But anyway... Fran Itkoff, a 90 year old woman. She ain't gonna lie to you either. She's from California, surprisingly. She's volunteered for a multiple sclerosis charity for over 60 years. (sighs) So, this is a good person. She didn't just start doing it when she was 80 years old, she's been doing it since she was 30. Yeah. This is a good person. Volunteering your time. Your entire, more than fucking two thirds of your life were spent. And servitude of others. That's a hell of a thing. But last month she was abruptly fired, and why? It's because she didn't understand what gender pronouns were, according to her. Because what? it doesn't mm-hmm. fucking
1: make sense, and she's yeah. 90 fucking years old.
0: The if I, I don't understand her, I it in it. my
1: 40s, how is a 90-year-old mm-hmm. who has lived almost a 100 years when times have completely changed, how is that person supposed to understand a fucking pronoun? Mm-hmm seriously because I don't
0: I don't get it either if
1: there's 300 different pronouns how in the hell is this woman supposed to get the hell out of here
0: and the people that even make this shit up don't, they, they don't understand it either because it's all made up none of it's real it's all fake it's phony bullshit there's there, there, there's two pronouns man and woman that's it anyway one day she claims a well Gen, gender sorry Whatever. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's all a fucking mess. There's
0: only two genders. You you can have multiple pronouns for those two genders, but (laughs) there's only man and woman. Anyway, one day she claims a colleague at the National MS Society told her to add her pronouns to her emails, but she had no idea what the colleague was on about. When the colleague explained that she should add his signature reading she-her in order to be inclusive, Ms. Itkoff said she still didn't understand what that was all about. Shortly afterwards, she received an email informing her that her services were no longer required.
1: Because she didn't put she her on her yep. signature.
0: Yep. Because <laughs> you're just supposed to automatically know some bullshit that was literally just created. Uh, they're still. This is still so new. This made up bullshit that they're adding more pronouns to it because it's not finished yet. And you apparently. have to put it
1: on your signature so you can you can be a part, inc- So you can be a part inclusive. of it. Inclusive. Like, no, that's okay. This is your
0: thing. I don't want to be a part of it.
1: So you don't offend yeah. someone else. You need to have pronouns. No.
0: So, who's being included here at this point? Because she doesn't want to be included in that.
1: Right. And I don't... Like, I'm I'm going to offend you by not putting my pronouns on there? Yeah. Get the fuck... Then don't talk to me.
0: No, please don't talk. Please don't. I don't have pronouns because I don't exist. It's, I yeah. identify as a person who doesn't exist to people like you. How about that?
1: Got the, get the <laughs> hell out of here. Seriously, man. You're oh, giving me man. a headache today, is what you're doing.
0: Yeah. <sighs> Since the story came to light, the charity's been facing a furious backlash. They're saying that... She needs to sue. People are on her side about this. And even the author of this, this was a Yahoo story. This is so preposterous. Even the Yahoo person says this at the end. They go, if you want to be inclusive, don't exclude 90-year-old women for the crime of failing to subscribe to the latest progressive ideological trends, especially when those trends have no clear relevance to the mission you exist to pursue, such as helping people with multiple sclerosis.
1: And the fact that she is 90. Yep. And has no idea what in the fuck people are talking about. Yeah. The world has gone insane. Like, you expect her to understand that? Like, get the hell out of here.
0: Can I just give you a piece of irony here? The people that want you to be inclusive are telling you you can't participate in daily life yeah. unless you subscribe to their belief. Not very inclusive. Yeah. Not very inclusive, not very fair. You sound like a bunch of stuck-up fucking bullies, in my opinion, is what you sound like. When you start using ver- like you know verbiage like... No, oh, you're canceled, you're a fucking bigot, you're a phobe, you're this, you're ascribing very harmful labels to people that don't deserve them based off of them believing in the truth and reality, and you just being a fucking virtue-signaling cunt on social media. What do you got?
1: Alright, last one. A passenger on a flight from Amsterdam to Detroit said maggots fell on a woman next to him from an overhead bin causing the plane to turn around an hour after departing. I would flip the hell out.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's freaking pretty...
1: Flip the hell out.
0: Mm.
1: Maggots on the garbage can, forget it.
0: Yeah.
1: Nope, it's just not happening. Like, thank God, like, down here, you don't really see that because it gets so freaking hot mm-hmm. that, like, they can't even freaking survive. <laughs> like,
0: yeah.
1: they are dead. Disgusting, man. But... If these fell Mm-mm-mm. from above me onto my left, la- oh,
0: Mm-mm-mm. yeah, uh,
1: she was freaking out. Said Philip Shotty, a Netherlands native who lives in Iowa. She was just trying to kind of fight off these maggots. Ugh. While on Delta Flight DL 133 on Tuesday, uh, Shoddy said he looked across the aisle only to see at least a dozen wiggly maggots falling on the woman. He slithered into another seat when help arrived. The flight attendants tracked the insects to a passenger's bag in the overhead compartments. Mm. In (laughs) someone's bag. So it's not the plane's fault. Someone brought them on. If we were on this
0: flight... We've talked about these stories enough that we'd be like, yeah, there's probably a severed head in that bag. (laughs) Getting the plane off this flight.
1: They found out that there was a rotten fish In a person's bag. You
0: couldn't smell that coming through.
1: The fish was wrapped in a newspaper, and the man who placed it there stood up and claimed it. Flight attendants took the not-so-precious cargo to the back of the plane. The pilot then notified passengers that they were returning to the airport. Shadi said he didn't see if the man responsible for the fish and maggots was detained or fined. He got on another flight back to the U.S. a few hours later. He said, "I'm surprised that both a rotten fish and live maggots weren't picked up by security."
0: Exactly. You can't even bring an unopened yeah. jar of toothpaste.
1: <laughs> you had to put your bag through yeah. a thing, don't you? Like an I ex- I haven't been on a plane since I was 17. Since before it was safe to, you know. Yeah, since I was seven. Not 17. safe to get on, so supposedly. Like the 90s. So, I don't know, but I would think you have to get your bags checked and stuff.
0: Speaking of which... What? 9-11 was how many years ago and they're still doing all this crazy shit with the fucking planes? Do you think they would have been like, alright, the threat's over? Once you give them control, they never let it go.
1: Well, they don't want it to happen again.
0: Is that really why...
1: I don't know. Crazy people still end up on the freaking planes, man. Conspiracy so, people are going to
0: fucking love this episode today. Because they're like, wait, is he going to talk about it? No, we're already an hour in. I'm not going to go down that fucking no. rabbit it, hole.
1: This is this has been a...
0: Maybe next time we'll talk about 9-11.
1: This has been a ride. We should, we should, you should put that in the description. Like, this is a hot mess. This this is a crazy episode. You better be high or drunk or something to be yeah, listening to.
0: Fucking go ahead, man. Go to binoid.com. The commercial's at the top of the show.
1: <laughs> or you're not going to be able to follow along. You ain't going
0: to be able to follow along, man. <laughs>
1: We went off the freaking rails today.
0: Oh my goodness, off the fucking rails. So, Listen, there was one here sent in from our friend Ruby, uh, sent this one in, and one that gives your opinion on this one. Grieving a pet can be similar to mourning the loss of a family member and saying goodbye to them can be an extremely tough and emotional time. One pet owner was left mortified to find out the cat they had just cremated was not even theirs after their moggy turned up alive and well. So in a recent episode of a podcast, a listener wrote in to share with the host a bizarre experience she had gone through. The listener, who was not named, said their cat had gone missing three months ago, but last week was contacted by a lady who retrieves deceased local cats in the area. So she retrieves them. How how do you know? Like, you retrieve dead cats? I mean, is that your fucking thing in life? You just drive around looking for fucking dead cats? That's weird.
1: Maybe they call, like, Animal control and they come... Pick them up like, in the neighborhood. Like so we got, we got cats weird. in the neighborhood. Yeah. So I don't know.
0: They said she told me that she had a cat which matched the description of mine, found a free, few streets away from where I lived, and asked if I wanted to see a picture. She sent me a picture of the dead cat inside a bag, and said that she had taken it to a local vet. Ironically, it was the same vet that my cat was registered to. This is weird. This I would be questioning this woman if, if I were the police. they'd Like, I wait, feel like so you heard just, this story? You just collected animals all day long. I would think that's fucking crazy. Hmm. I do no, uh, The story went on to explain that the cat had been hit by a car, so when the owner went in to see the cat, it was wrapped in a towel with its face covered as it had been badly deformed. They confirmed the cat was theirs and spent 15 minutes crying and holding the cat's paw. They then went home and told their friends and family of the news, and it broke everybody. Everybody in the family was heartbroken about this thing. Then one day, they heard a scratching at the door... They wanted to investigate, and sure enough, it was their fucking moggy laying there, just fucking purring up a storm. <laughs> the listener felt bad, but very relieved that their baby was there, and for the $1,500 they spent cremating a cat that wasn't theirs. And they're trying to basically find the person whose cat it was, because they realized that they felt like shit. Yeah. So they want to make sure that this person has closure, so they're going to try to find this person's pet somehow and give them the ashes and probably try to recoup some of that money.
1: This is why you microchip.
0: Yeah. What do you think about this one? That was sentence specifically for you. So.
1: Well, I'm glad. I'm glad that their actual cat came back. Because, man, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's that's terrible. I don't know. This is why, see, I, I'm telling you, I, when I had cats, they were not allowed to go outside. I can't, I cannot do it. I would be terrified. Like, this poor cat was just roaming around and got smacked in the face with a car. Like, no. No. Poor thing.
0: Poor bastard, man. You know what? I would feel like a real fucking asshole there if I go. was just going around the streets picking up dead cats and just making up my mission in life to reunite dead cats with their owners. I would really investigate that woman. It just sounds like the weirdest thing. You're sending people pictures. Hey, I got this cat. I would just be sitting here watching TV one day, get a text message on my phone, I look. Who the fuck is this? <laughs> Never seen this number before. Let's open up this picture, and it's a picture of my dead dog that I'm missing. I, I would just think that. I, I would think that was someone trying to intimidate me, wouldn't you? I would find it weird.
1: Like, I would definitely a find it weird. Of fucking dead pet. Yeah. I don't really know. fucking weird. I don't know. Like, and that's I wouldn't be sending pictures. Us. I would talk to them f- first yeah like I mean, this is weird. Was like, weird I
0: saw your ad and uh, you know it just so happened that I was driving my car and I t-
1: we have a cat that fits that description
0: yeah we found it just want to make sure if you want to come check it out you know yeah. see if it's your cat or not but just send the picture and just leave with that like boom you're sitting there it's a text message and all of a sudden in you're instant tears <laughs> you see a yeah. fucking cat with a fucking tire mark over its face but anyway this is your favorite segment of the show I don't know why the hell you love this one so much
1: that's the last one man
0: well, there you go. So, this person wants to know, Am I the asshole for the situation I am causing due to my fear of dogs?
1: Well, sounds like an asshole to me.
0: You think so? It's a rational fear, fear of dogs. It's rational to be afraid of, of people's pets, because you don't know them.
1: Yeah, but is she making them... Do something with the dogs before she comes to the event or the house or whatever. Like this is my house, this is my family, and if I don't Mm. want to move my dogs, I'm not going to just because you're freaking afraid of it. Well, this is although we do. This is where it gets.
0: (laughs) This is where it gets juicy. We
1: always do, so. This we, is a we, tough one. We had someone in the house working on Jen or whatever the, do- the dogs would take care of. Like, yeah. Yeah, no. We put so them in their the crates.
0: We, clo- we close little and a little door because, because they were crate-trained dogs. All we do is we close it up. They'll bark like crazy, but they won't fucking attack anybody. Yeah. And that's the main thing. You don't want someone to get back. bit because then they're going to sue me. Yeah. So, I mean, the mindset that I'm in here, just, like just before we even read the story here, is I'm thinking this person can't be an asshole. Because if, if someone invites you to their house as a guest... And if, because I can speak from this as a person who's gone to someone's house that had a dog and now as a dog owner with two dogs in a house, if I go to someone's house and their dog's jumping all over me, that's a miserable experience for me. Who, who wants that? Someone else's dog breathing in your face, slobbering but all over you. But it's your to shit.
1: be expected. I go to my dad's house and he's got those fucking yeah. dogs. Oh
0: God. But after a while, it's like, can that, you get your yeah, fucking
1: just, dog away from me? Oh God. You Constant know? attention.
0: Yeah. It gets annoying. But whatever. Whenever I used to go over there, that one dog would just be oh, the whole time. Yeah. The whole time. And, and, and if I wasn't paying attention, it would be fucking nudging me. Like, yeah. nudge me. Like, motherfucker. Why me? Yeah. Only me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, my husband and I have been together for three years, and we live in the same city as most of the people from his big group of friends and their partners. Now, one of his friends, let's call him Max, has a dog, and apart from us, Max is the only other person who hosts the group at his place for casual gatherings. Due to past experiences, I have a significant fear of dogs. A fact that my husband is fully aware of. So they have a right... I mean, everyone has a reason. You can't make fun. Initially, I attended a couple of gatherings at Max's home, but the requirement to confine his dog, usually in one room of his apartment, to accommodate me felt unfair to both the dog and to Max. Hence, I chose to refrain from going to these gatherings completely.
1: No, not not a problem. She no, she's fine right not now. Not a problem. This is this is. There's becoming an issue though. There's yeah. a reason why she's writing it. So right now she's fine.
0: This is reasonable. Like she has a fear of dogs. And right. She has, so just and, don't go. But but the thing I like about her so far is she's not a person who's like, well, no, you have to make me comfortable wherever I go. She's like, no, I'm deciding to go places where I'm not comfortable, just like any rational person should. You don't put everyone yeah. else out because of you. So therefore, not of the asshole so far, right? She's doing good. I haven't gone to Max's place in about one and a half to two years, and I can no longer meet my husband's group of friends unless we take the pain of hosting them, or we run into them at the occasional events like weddings. The situation has led to tension between my husband and me. Parties at Max's happen occasionally, like once in three to four months, and is usually impromptu as he just texts on the day off, asking everyone to show up. My husband always decides to go if we're in town, and I am stuck at home alone, and knowing that everyone, along with their partners, is hanging out and having fun, which makes me feel super lonely. Every time this happens and I mention how I'm feeling to my husband, he gets upset and tells me I'm ruining his good time by sharing my feelings and making everything about me. The same thing happened today and we argued about this. She's not making it about her, man. I, I am on this See, person's side. See, she's turning.
1: She, she's becoming an asshole to me. I'm on her side. No. You can't sit there and be all lonely and, and crying because you no. can't go to these parties. You're afraid of the damn dog. I mean, There's nothing admit, that can be done about that. So don't take it out on your freaking husband. You, these are your husband's friends. Let him yeah. go and have a good time. You're the one is, that is choosing to stay home because you're afraid of a dog. I, don't know. I get that. I understand that, like, Jenna get, gets freaked out sometimes. Mm-hmm. I understand that someone can be terrified. Well, that's fine. Then you stay home, but don't make me have to stay home because yeah. you're lonely. That's not fair. Yeah. These are my friends. So no, I, like she's losing me now. She had me in the beginning. Yeah. Now she's starting to turn uh, from me.
0: I I agree. I'm i the same way as this person. I don't like going to someone's house that has pets.
1: Right, and 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 it's completely understandable. I hate it. But you can't make the husband feel guilty for yeah. wanting to hang out with his friends, and you can't.
0: But the reason why I hate it is because their pets come to me. It's yeah. Every time I I can't be left alone, and a lot of people are careless with their pets. If your dog comes over to me, I, I will pet your dog because they just don't stay the fuck away from me. And you want to build that friendship, like, hey, you can trust me. I'm in your house. I get, I'll, I'm in your place. Yeah.
1: I'll,
0: sh- I'll show you respect. I'll pet you. You can sniff me. Get your, you know, curiosity done. But then get the fuck away from me. Some owners will just sit there as their dog is like fucking raping you, and you're like, can you stop this thing from licking my face? Can you get it off my lap? Can you, can you fucking do something with this? Yeah. Oh, he, oh, he likes you, but I don't like this. Yeah. I understand why she's like that. See, I'm I, I have a soft spot for this person. I'm i, I, do. I I'm on their side, even though I, I I am admitting that you know they should just get suck it up.
1: Yeah, seriously.
0: Because I guarantee you, if she were to go to this guy's house and the, and the guy's dog just sniffed her once and went away, she'd be like, "Oh, this is a great feeling. I could just come here now," and then she'd be a part of the fun if she just gets over that little bit. I get it.
1: Yeah.
0: Anyway, to address this, uh, to address this, I propose a potential compromise. Discussing with Max the possibility of putting his dog in another room during occasional visits. You see, I go for one in every ten gatherings, hoping this could be a reasonable request.
1: No, this is this yeah. person's dog. Now you're going to make them lock their dog up because you're not comfortable.
0: I know, I know. That that's crazy. I, yeah.
1: Like if they took it upon themselves to be like, "Here, I'm going to do this for you." But don't ask me to lock my animal up.
0: Yeah,
1: that's good. no, no. I, I, she's lost me. I'm like full blown.
0: Yeah, I'm complete to, asshole. Oh, I'm at this starting point. to think too. I'm like, oh uh, yeah, you can't.
1: No, no. Sorry, you. Just, I like this the is, idea
0: of a compromise.
1: Yeah, but like she's asking. Like if someone ever, like no, nope.
0: Ugh. However, my husband feels that he can't ask this of Max, and it's unfair to ask them to lock up their dog in their own house.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I understand that, but I felt maybe a rare few exceptions could be made, so I can also feel
1: included once in a while but how embarrassing for the husband to do that Hey man, my wife's a fucking idiot can you can you lock your dog up, please? I'm so sorry, I have to ask you yeah, but my wife really wants to come over here. Can you please lock up your dog yeah Then yeah. how embarrassing for him no, of course he doesn't want to ask that.
0: And the thing is, some dogs get really, really angry and pissy. Or
1: they whine, or they bark when they're locked in another or room. Or the
0: room would be a fucking mess. they piss pissed and shit in, it in place. You'll have scratch marks and bites and be <laughs> chewing on things because they're throwing a tantrum. You and know? who's going to pay for that? Yeah. Not her. Oh, well, I came over and I had a couple, a couple uh, mojitos. Yeah. <laughs> My husband says that I'm scared of something, that I should just not do it. He says, why be a buzzkill for the rest of us? Mm-hmm. He also suggested I look up on the internet for how to overcome my fear of dogs. And that's not a fucking... You, look on, you can't look that up on the internet, man. Not everything can be answered on the fucking internet. If you have trauma, you deal with it. You know, you, you have to deal with it. You're only, you confront trauma. There's no secret on the internet. If you have a traumatic experience, you either get over it or you confront it. Moreover, he prefers that I don't bring this issue up again and keep my feelings about this entire situation to myself so that he can just peacefully enjoy his outings without worrying about how upset I am.
1: Seriously Like you're ruining his good time Yeah like you're literally ruining his fun
0: Yeah, yeah, I get it This stance makes me feel deeply hurt And it's like he's dismissing my feelings And the complexity of addressing such a deep-seated fear I feel unsupported by him And helping me find the middle ground That acknowledges my fear While trying to include me in social circles I feel very excluded and undervalued What should I do? Am I the asshole?
1: Get over it She's a complete asshole I don't like this person at all Like, at all
0: why can't you host stuff at your house? Or maybe... She said she
1: does, but once in a while she doesn't like when everyone comes over here. Well, then, bitch, then I don't know what you want.
0: All right, then that just made me think she's that an was, asshole. That then. was
1: literally in the story. She said that we yeah. we host every few months or so, but you know it gets to be too much. Well, well, then stop complaining.
0: If you want to be a part of the group, that bad. That is what you you'll, to do. You'll, you'll host the fucking parties. You know, <clears> yeah,
1: <throat> I don't know. I, I think she's an asshole. Like and you're ruining your your husband's like. Fun time with his friends, or whatever. Yeah. Like, let him have his guy fun. Yeah,
0: let him do his thing.
1: Or he's gonna be miserable. Like, and then you're both miserable. Like, this is on you. This is completely on her.
0: Well, you don't want to make him resentful either, because let's say if, if he does stop that, then he'll resent her for that, and then I'll That's what I'm saying. Then, then he's line. gonna be yeah. miserable. So, yeah. I'm like, no,
1: you can't just let him go and have his fun and host maybe a couple more parties a year at your house instead I'm, of like being.
0: Maybe she just does her own thing. Like when he goes stupid. with his friends and she goes out and leaves and does shit.
1: She's just jealous. She wants to be all up in it.
0: She does, and she's afraid of dogs. I get, I get the dog fear thing. I understand it. She it's, wants to know what's going rational. on. It's very yeah. rational. Her
1: husband's gone for hours partying yeah. with his friends. Like, yeah. what, what are they up to? Like, get, come on, man. Well, then she, she needs, needs to weeks.
0: host. Or, or maybe why don't they say, hey, why don't we just go do something together? Why don't we go out somewhere? We we'll go out to dinner or something, or like a bar, hang out at a neutral place. Yeah, that could be an option. There are options here. She's just not exploring any. She wants to just make everyone. Yeah, fuck it. She's an, She's an asshole. asshole. She had man. me all the way up until the end. Damn it. She had me for about eighty-five percent of that, and then at the end, I'm like, like you said that one thing. I'm like, she oh, had me
1: yeah. for about twenty percent of it, and then yeah. you took a quick turn. All right, you
0: fucking beat me. You beat me. Damn it. You got me on that one. She's an asshole. Oh yeah. yeah, uh, So what the hell you got planned for the rest uh, of, of the day? Same. I've had
1: planned all month, man. Tap in that I got, game. I got nothing. Yeah. I got nothing. But I'm okay with it. I'm like I'm completely content sitting on the couch and just tapping my game, and like I've got garbage on the on the TV that I, I I love watching. It's cracking me up. That's about it.
0: Yeah, you know, it took me 41 years of my life, but I'm finally content with life.
1: Yeah, I, I don't, I don't need to go do something, so I'm good. I'm I'm just content. Like I, like
0: I don't know if I'm overly happy, exuberant, but I'm not upset. I'm not sad. I'm I'm just I'm, I'm just eh, You know, if if this is the rest of my life, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I'm at peace, and I think that's where people need to, you know. Look within themselves, or like what they want in life, and I think a lot of people would be happier, not be such assholes like this woman was that we just fucking deemed an asshole. Mm-hmm. maybe I'll just be hanging out. and I'm gonna probably finish Friends. I'm thinking. I mean, there's only three seasons left, and three seasons sounds like a lot, but not when they're quick ass episodes. I could probably finish it's like it. by Like twelve Wednesday. hours
1: a season, right? Something like that.
0: Yeah, I mean twenty. Yeah, 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 oh, about twelve, 12 hours. hours. Yeah, about twelve hours. So I could probably, I could probably do it. If not Wednesday, I'll have it done definitely by Friday. And Gossip Girl, I am gonna start taking better notes. I think that's what I'm not doing is taking notes with. It. Is your friend
1: liking Gossip Girl? She, she likes, likes it. That?
0: She likes it not yeah. as much, um, not as much as I do. Yeah. But she definitely likes it. Um, same characters I like, except for she hates fucking Blair, dude. I don't know what it is about Blair. You hated Blair too, didn't you? you I hated can't Serena. remember
1: the beginning. I know that I ended up loving Blair. Like she was one well, of my favorites. Don't. I'm not Brooke, I was, was gonna right. say don't
0: give too many details. No, I'm just saying but, yeah.
1: she she became one of my favorite characters. Just yeah. like on like on Wontory Hill, I had at Brooke, I freaking love Brooke.
0: Brooke from beginning to she end She was
1: just like one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Like in so I always have like a character or two that I end up liking.
0: From beginning to end. Yeah. Brooke was my favorite character.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah. So gossip girl will to take better notes on that one. And uh geez, man, this is gonna be a good week, I think. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be a really good week where we're gonna have smiles on our faces. We'll Last week sucked. You're expecting fucking all hell to break loose.
1: Because nothing ever goes as planned.
0: Well, watch them release as the ZZX. You know, there was a really funny picture that came across. I was yeah. doing preparation for the show. And somebody had notes from 2020 on one side and 2024 on the other side. And some of the similarities were absolutely insane. Like, they were doing, like, sports. They were like, oh, well, the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Chiefs win the Super Bowl in this year. Mm-hmm. This guy was the MVP. This guy was the MVP of the NFL in 2020, 2024. The similarities, just It's insane. So I think we're going to see a repeat, too, man. I'm I'm thinking they're going to release this fucking, you know, disease X, and they're all going to be fucked. But until then, we're going to do this together.
1: You can find us at Voice of Misery on all platforms, at Voice of Misery Podcast at gmail.com.
0: Boom.